This week, Cam and I bring back Brian Aldridge to discuss one of the most unique and rewatchable gangster movies ever, Snatch. I'll make sure to not try my Irish gypsy accent. You wouldn't want that. On The Folding List. What's up, everybody? Once again, welcome back to The Folding List, where we pay attention to the movie so you don't have to. Uh, this week, we're, we're talking about Snatch. So I, I don't know if you've seen that movie, but it's, 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 it's not a dirty movie. or it's, it's, not, it's not rated X. It's rated R, for sure. But it, it's, it's a movie called Snatch. You see the, you, you see the joke I was going for? It, whatever. Um, but, but yeah, so we're, ta- we're, talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Snatch today. Uh, uh, directed by Guy Ritchie. Awesome movie. And uh, I'm, I'm always joined by my, my co-host. Uh, we're, we're, uh, Many Face yes, God sir. for yes, now, sir. right? I, I think we're sticking with that one. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. but his, all his real name is Cam. Yes. <laughs> I will not be calling you a variant the show, but yeah, a variant yeah. of Travis, yeah. by the way. Yes. Well, on my way, almost in. I'm in transition, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> trying to trying to grow the hair out. I'm at yeah. I'm at straight like mermaid length with mine. Have you ever heard that before? <laughs> uh, I haven't, but um, I knew that it was some kind of link when I saw a dreadlock of yours up close, and I was like, wow, this is a really elaborate pattern. There's more <laughs> to this guy than meets the eye <laughs> yeah man uh it's uh it's been years and years with that i, I know you're i know you're trying to uh <clears throat> catch up to me with that but well, i won't I let you go. well actually no i, I will let you because i'm definitely going to trim mine soon man it's like it's too long to the point where my my daughter just like oh balance yank and i'm like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Please, please, please let go, let go, let go, let go. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. She's going to be swinging yeah, from them yeah. things like Tarzan uh, if, you don't, if you're not careful. I know. I gotta, I'm going to trim them soon. I have to. They're, they're, too, <laughs> they're, they're too in the way all over the place. But, but, yeah, this movie, I've seen it a million times. And, honestly, I think the first time I've watched it uh, will be with our guest today. Yeah. A good friend of mine, returning guest of the show, good uh, uh, this dude knocks out art and and watches movies like nobody I nobody I know nobody any never mind y'all know what he y'all know who he is this is Brian what's up Brian Brian, Brian I'm a yeah. I'm, I'm such a big fan of yours man you you got your got your toe in so many things like working out art yeah, and my stuff. hair is also uh, long, and I also figured out the danger of uh, having a toddler around because I was on my family vacation trying to just trying to sleep with these kids running around, and the the youngest niece came by. I was like, "What's this, yoink?" I was like, "Whoa, yeah. okay, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. Ooh, ha. Oh, so yeah, man. danger the dangers of long hair, man. Oh man, but I'm yes, thank you for having me on for this one. Uh, one of my favorites, so I'm excited to talk about it. Awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah man, like. It's been a. It's actually been a while since we've all. I think the last time all three of us talked was the last time you were on the show, because like I, I know we, we Brian and I talk all the time, and I talk to Cam and stuff, but I don't think all three of us have have uh, really linked up in a while. But did right. you did you happen to hear about the uh, the serial shitter at uh, Cam's apartment? The serial oh, shitter. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Brian, okay. you are in for a treat. Well, so the subject just the, of today's podcast has changed, and now I only want to talk about this. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Is it yeah. like just like for... one of those dudes that like like running dudes and he almost takes a shit like in the same place? What? Uh, tell me about this. So here's the thing. I'm just gonna paraphrase because it's the climax, uh, so to speak, of a long running. Um, I guess, situation uh, that had a lot to do with me considering that this perpetrator uh, fit my description. So, uh oh, yes. Yeah. Um, just to paraphrase, you know, got a call from front desk, uh, the property manager, so to speak. So, you know, the overlord. Uh, and she was like, hey, uh, we got a guy out here that's flashing himself and shitting all over the property. Uh, he fits your description. So where were oh, you on no. Monday at 6.30 p.m.? I was like, ma'am. Uh, I was asleep <laughs> in bed. I wasn't <laughs> feeling well. <laughs> so apparently he had my car. Uh, he had my height, uh, had my skin color. He was an Afri- African-American male uh, in his uh, 30, early 30s. Um, but the only thing that differentiated me from the perpetrator uh, was my Afro. So, hey, parent- growing oh, that God. hair out. I'll keep yeah. you safe. Yeah. I, That's I, I, I you got to have a very particular hairstyle. So when people will go, is it that guy? No, not, not, no. That dude looks like a Viking. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> exactly. Like that, like at that moment, I was like, you know what? Never, never cutting this hair. Yep. Never cutting this hair ever again. I thought the, I thought the only difference was a, a large fake mustache. I thought it looked like a fake mustache. The twirly mustache. Yeah. Yeah. I have like, the twirly the mustache because mustache. nobody else has this. I have a very unique look. I stand out where I, when I go to places. So, you know, and I also carry like a, a copy of the day's newspaper everywhere I go. I, I, I was here. I go I'm and walking selfies. Like when people are taking a selfie, I just pop up behind them. Like, look, <laughs> that's a really good idea. A walking alibi. Yeah, gonna, that's why. That's why we hung that. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep everybody safe, that. man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know who you need to get on that to find that man. Bullet Tooth Tony. That's who me. Oof. Yeah. Good. Nice. Nice segue, sir. As a as a as a guest. That was a very nice segue, sir. We definitely appreciate that. But yeah, yeah, Bullet Tooth Tony is one of the the t- like ton of characters and and actors playing these roles. Such a even, wealth of characters even, in this movie, man. Yeah, yeah, it's this it's crazy. crazy. There, yeah. every every person is very unique, but also somewhat believable. Like they're they're all cartoon characters almost in a way, but they're still they're still believable people like basically as as you go down the list of people in the movie um actually before we get started cam why don't why don't you tell us the uh the plot of snatch oh yeah man so okay amy schumer she plays this really crazy chick and she's with her mother goldie hahn and you know she's dumped by her boyfriend uh on the eve of their vacation and hey get this uh amy schumer actually shows her boob in this movie (laughs) That's craziness. So you could tell this movie didn't do well because Travis is really (laughs) confused. Wait, you you said we were watching Snatched, right? Oh, no. I I hope you didn't watch that because I did not watch that. I don't know who watched that. Is that why you have tears rolling down your face? It's just so unfunny that all you can do is cry. But guys, Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn, it's a hit. Goldie Hawn, yes. Amy Schumer, I'm I'm okay. She's, <laughs> she's for a, cer- a certain type of person, but I am not that person. 
but <laughs> I hope you did watch Snatch. I did. did I'm, you? I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm <laughs> Man, much, I'm much always... more of a Jason Statham fan over here. So let's just uh, let's keep it. Up. Oh man. So okay, I, um, I was on I, pins and needles hoping that you, <laughs> yeah, you watched the rain. This would have gone very off the rails. Oh man, yeah, this would have been one of our more tame episodes. Actually, yeah, you should have <laughs> should have heard the Beetlejuice one. Um, okay, so I uh, I actually vote that we don't talk about this movie uh, because mainly this show is about watching things in the background. Like, you know, while you're doing other shit. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. As soon as the opening credits rolled and I saw Guy Ritchie, uh, I was immediately hooked. Uh, I was oh, drawn. Man. This movie is have you phenomenal. Have you seen this movie? Have not seen this movie before. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. real, real quick before we get into the movie. Like, I keep forgetting that I have watched so many movies mm-hmm. so many times. Yeah. And then I bring you, I, I ask you to join me in this this podcast venture. I'm like, yeah, man, we'll talk about just like random movies we've seen a bunch of times. I've man. seen this movie like five times. How many times have you seen it? None. Zero. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess we can kind of go down. You can just like I can just lead you down this this path of just like movies oh. you can you can rewatch a ton of times. So like, so oh, you man. you said you were hooked from when once you saw Guy Ritchie, dude. Uh, this movie was stylish. Uh, kept me on the edge of my seat the entire way through. Uh, the storytelling, the cast, the acting, the conversations. Man, yeah. I think my the, my favorite part uh, of the movie were the conversations between uh, Tyrone, Vinny, and Soul. Uh, just like, <laughs> just like the things that they were talking about, and of course they put you know the English accent on everything, which is of course the icing on the cake to any you know humorous situation. Um, but like you said, the characters. But yes, uh, the movie is about uh, it's just a diamond heist. It's a it's a high okay. level diamond heist movie. You know. Um, Jason Statham and his partner, uh, Hmm. they're trying to, uh, you know, figure out how they're going to get out of this situation with this big time gangster. Uh, All the while, you know, this other group of people are trying to chase this diamond all around London. And it's just a crazy movie. Brad Pitt stole the show. Yeah. Oh, and yes. if you yeah. if you don't and, mind me uh, 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 jumping in, uh, you said when you saw Guy Ritchie, you were like immediately in. What mm. Guy Ritchie movies like do you know and love and got you like excited to see this one? Because this you know, is like kind I, of the definitive Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? It's more more of his directing style. So let me pull some. Let me pull some up. One second. One second. Because he's actually made a lot of movies. Like people like don't realize how many movies he's made. Yep. Like they think yep. of this, they think of the Sherlock Holmes movies, mm-hmm. and like oh, for a lot of people, like that's kind of it. They forget that he did. I think he directed the Disney Aladdin. He did a movie called yep. Rock and Roller. He did a movie before yeah. this one called Lock, Sock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He yep. did one with Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. I can't remember the name of. He. Uh, one movie that I really liked that he did was uh, King Arthur. Uh, King Arthur was like a lot of people hated on that movie, but I thought that that movie was actually like the shaky cam was a little bit too much. But I mm, thought that it wasn't that's, that. That's that's a symptom of like modern action movies. Yeah, that's why, mm-hmm. that's why John Wick was such a hit is because they didn't do any shaky cam. It's all continuous shots and stuff. Right. Yeah. So yeah, like the shaky cam is just like like you said, it's it, it's just like a part of it. 
But if you can look past that, you said I didn't I didn't actually see uh, I didn't see that one. Like I haven't seen mm-hmm. a lot of Guy Ritchie's other work. I, mm-hmm. I try and like, you know, I watched I watched Lock, Stocks, uh, Snatch, mm-hmm. Rock and Roller. I, uh, I like that movie. I, I, I Yeah, I remember I liked that one a good bit. Oh, did um, you see uh, Gentleman? That's yes, the one. Yes, that's that's the I didn't one. see that one. It's yeah. it's pretty good. I yeah. enjoyed that one. Very stylish. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like back to form on that yeah. one. And and like we were saying, Cam, like that that dude's done a lot of movies, but this one is is that's what Brian was saying. It's the definitive Guy Ritchie movie. Like Oof. it's like Quentin Tarantino and Pulp Fiction. You know what uh, I mean? Like absolutely. yes, he's made other movies that are great, but like this is Tarantino. So this yeah. this movie is Guy Ritchie. Yeah, if you see me in the face. Movie, and like this is the movie if somebody goes i don't know guy Ritchie, you just go watch this movie if you don't like it you're not gonna like anything else he's done absolutely like you know mm-hmm. and i even liked the like sherlock holmes movies i like oh, i yeah. know a lot of people didn't like those like it's like mm-hmm. first one i thought was great second one like not as good but still good like and i think it like worked it's just like hey do you need a movie about like grimy um english like crime comedy drama like Guy Ritchie is the is the guy to do it. Yeah. And and even with Sherlock Holmes, like I've watched both of those a few times now, especially the first one, but I've seen the second one at least twice. Mm-hmm. And both times I was like, oh, that's that's it was okay. It wasn't that bad. If I can watch a movie twice and still feel like, oh, that was a solid watch, it's not that bad of a movie. There are many movies that I've watched one time and I'm like, well, I am never watching that oh yeah especially yeah. this year man it was, it's been a rough uh uh 2020 was uh uh <laughs> was bad but man 2021 as far as entertainment was yeah. real rough uh, uh both in the gaming and movie industry just a lot of duds man and so yeah. Yeah, like definitely. i found myself going back to movies i'd already seen a lot because i've been working a lot and like i said this is like a folding list movie for me because like anytime i'm like i don't know what i want to throw on in the background this is one because like guy Ritchie. so to to give you guys like my mentality of like when seeing this movie like when i was a teenager i didn't really have understandings of like subgenres and all author filmmaking or anything like that to me it was like uh these genres of movies and movies are either good or bad in those genres and i think it was this and fight club that started making me go like oh this is a like who directed this because these are like style is specific and i like yeah. this that's how i became a huge everything david fincher has done uh except for alien three is amazing um and this is like you know he's had some misses but guy Ritchie like consistently has a style and that's what made me like i remember back in the day i knew tarantino but i didn't get why his movies were so great because to me it was just like that's a weird movie but then i watched like snatch and then i was like okay this guy is like a particular style and then like my movie knowledge kind of like that was the first time where i was like i'm not going to view these as like certain genres or like a certain like like uh, this isn't like really a subgenre. this is like a really niche genre because like if somebody's like describe the type of movie you go it's a gangster movie that's in 
London, but it's also a dark comedy, and it's this like ensemble yeah. cast of people that are going to get really big. Like it's hard to it's, describe until you see it. It's it's a lot like Fight Club in that sense. When somebody says like, "What's Fight Club about?" You're like, oh, "How do I explain yeah. this movie?" Yeah, it's this mo- this movie like it, it showed us because I like I said I, I'm pretty sure I watched this at your house the first time I think like, you rented I think, it yeah I showed it to you because yeah. the first time I watched it, it was me and my little brother and I remember this vividly because when the dog swallows the squeaky toy and then barks and squeaks mm-hmm. at the same time yeah. we laughed so hard we were red in the face on the ground clutching our uh, chests <laughs> it was yeah. just like mm-hmm. it's just this really weird dark comedy and then they just throw in this bit about a dog that keeps squeaking and everybody's like where's always, the dog squeaking so it's always trying to run back to the to the uh pikes yeah to the gypsy camp because like but like like i was like we were saying it's it's this movie kind of shows you that there can be individuality and uniqueness in uh in filmmaking like Mm -hmm. like you're saying you you know tarantino david fincher uh guy ritchie steven spielberg you start to see people's styles and how those styles I have a really specific example of, of what I mean. And because like when I was a teenager, I saw this movie and I hated it, but I didn't understand what it was. Um, House of a Thousand Corpses, because oh. I, I I had no idea of like what a grindhouse or like D movie was or the difference between like, I, I only knew difference of horror movies in like slasher and like, what i didn't have like a big understanding and then later as an adult i watched it and as soon as i saw starring rain wilson and chris hardwick i was like oh i way misunderstood this movie like this is not supposed to be taken too seriously and like the campiness and like the like like low budget but like crazy effects i was like oh i didn't get it and now that i have knowledge of like style and like certain directors vision I, I still wouldn't call myself a fan of that movie, but I appreciate it for what it is. And because, like, when I was a teenager, I was like, "That was dumb." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why the think... why why Rob Zombie <laughs> stick to to music? I didn't realize. Like, oh, he like oh, I saw funny. all his videos and his art, and time went on, and I learned more. And I was like, "Oh, of course he's gonna make that type of movie." Yeah, like that. That's his. That's that's his style. The thing that sets him apart. And like, honestly, like. Cam, like I know, I know you said you were hooked from from jump. So you were you were at least like I'm sure linked like locked into the dialogue of this movie because like we keep we keep kind of dancing around it, but the mm. the cast of this movie is so stacked, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Well, Benicio del Toro. Got, yes. Ba- Brad Pitt. Oh man. Yeah. Brad Pitt, Jason Statham, Vinny Jones, who is a actual ex-football player who plays Bullet Tooth Tony, but he's a ex-football uh, soccer player that um, I think he has the record for getting kicked out of a soccer game the fastest because, like, they basically started the game and he headbutted the dude that he was, like, standing in front of. Oh, so he was um, playing himself in the movie. Basically, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Um, it's it's super intense and like the those are just like the the top names that we can think of there's a, there's a ton of like you Oof. know british actors that we're not super familiar with that that carry their carry their weight through this movie you incredible. know what i mean incredible um, oh man 
Yeah, like every the line of dialogue in this movie, like this movie is one of the most quotable movies. If you say a line from this movie in a British accent, people will be like, Oh, that's from Snatch. I love that, you know. Yeah, yeah, straight yeah. up. Like I my my uh British accent's not super it's great. Gotten it's gotten better than your Irish watched, accent. I was about to say, yeah, I'm not going to even try. Can you Irish can you mix accent. the two and do an impression of Brad Pitt? Uh, no, uh, see, his his Irish accent always comes out Jamaican for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Every time he does That's an Irish accent, it. it's like, what we're going to do with all these potatoes? <laughs> Just like, that is not an Irish accent, man. So I find yeah, that man. offensive. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, man, that's funny. Well, and that's what I I, I didn't know about gypsies until this movie and yep. then like i found out oh this is like a real thing and like i i, mm. I recently watched a documentary where it was like a bare knuckle boxing documentary like literally straight out of this movie and the guy who's fighting was named gypsy boy could not understand a single word of what this man said it's like a up, totally different up, language yeah. because that's that's kind of who that's who uh, Brad Pitt is in this movie who honestly like you said man he steals the show because basically I, I've, I've watched this movie a ton of times so I can try and kind of like help us through this uh, but I'm sure Brian can as well but basically uh, Benicio Del Toro plays a uh, a a thief with a gambling addiction that steals a giant diamond from this uh jeweler basically and there's like multiple other people that are using him to get the diamond to sell but then the diamond gets uh stolen from these three these three black dudes oh who what were their names again Vinny, uh, soul and tyrone, soul and tyrone. I, yeah. I, I agree they were also some of my my favorite characters because they had like, uh, like such good Oh, Man. I thought you said he was a getaway driver. What the fuck is he going to get away from? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the conversations are... It, it was really surprising just to see Lenny James uh, in this uh, because I know that most of our viewers know Lenny James from Walking Dead. Um, or what, what else was, uh, was Lenny James in? Lenny James? Yeah, let me see. He's been so good. And, I, there, and I didn't know he so was many, British. Like, yeah, there, there's like so many people in this movie that I don't, I, I've seen their faces a ton of times, like Jason Fleming, like I think he was in Spider-Man, uh, he's in Spider-Man Nowhere Home, because I think he's the, he's Dr. Connors, I believe, mm, Yeah. Um, but he has a small role as like Brad Pitt's homeboy <laughs> at the, at the the uh, gypsy camp and then you have dennis farina which he's been in a ton of stuff like all these people you know their faces but you may not know their names but you know their faces and it's because they constantly play different characters most mm. of them yeah. um oh but like you said oh lenny james i, I know who you're talking about soul I didn't know that's who you were talking about, but he was on The Walking Dead. Yeah, he was The Walking oh, Dead. Oh, uh, he is that dude. Yeah, uh, he played. Uh, wow, wow, wow. He plays wow, a lot wow. of side characters. He was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, my favorite movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, of all time. I haven't seen that one. Uh, he was a voice of Darkwing in Invincible, which spoiler, he dies in the first episode. But you know, <laughs> uh, Invincible. <laughs> yeah, I could I could talk about that all day long. Yeah, uh, such a great go on. Such a great uh, great show. But yeah, lots oh, of. I, lots I read of the I read the whole comic series. Yeah, the, the graphic novels. Oh, it's great. I read all of it. Can't well, wait oh, to no, see what's not. 
Mm-hmm. It's not a graphic novel. It's like a oh, just full a ass run of comics. Right. I definitely read. I think there's like a, a hundred and twenty of them. I burned through them. It's Ooh. easily like one of the best stories I've ever read. This shit is batshit crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see where like season two uh, will go um, for this next, just, next one. Just to let you know, season two of Invincible will be just getting into. I'd say. Like 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 Robert Kirkman said, they could do like ten seasons. Because mm-hmm. someone's like, "Do you think you could really do like a season two and three? They they you already signed a contract for that." And he was like, "I I can go ten seasons. The the story's crazy. You you'll see, man. It, it gets better and better and better. Um, yeah. But yeah, let me get back to that. I'm sorry. I just I just get hyped up because that shit is very no no. Invincible's, you're good. Invincible's great. Yeah, um, no. I mean, it just it just speaks to you know the the attention to detail that the director did yeah. when choosing this cast. I mean, we can talk all day about this. About but the there's cast, there's though. so many like little details in this movie. Like when the opening, like it could have been like a, a just like typical camera, um, uh, like camera cuts. When the opening uh, is like the camera going to each TV and watching Benicio's like character on the security right. cameras. Yeah, yeah, all the right. security the cameras while they're while they're talking to walking in like mm-hmm. that was such a good way of, of setting things up like i don't know if you guys noticed but like when he does a, like a like the little pauses like it's always like on very like expressive parts but yeah he usually has like a little sound effect like when boris the blade is talking he's like if it doesn't work you can always hit him with it and when it pauses it makes a little gunshot sound and he's like boris the blade and he's like he explains yeah. who he is. <laughs> mm, so yeah. like he's just like so good with those like little edits of like and yeah. like stylistically like he's so good by uh, uh with his use of like uh freeze frames and like slow motion shots um mm. that it, yeah. he's actually so good that when my little brother was watching Sherlock Holmes he was like wait a second this movie's crazy. Why do I like this so much? And in the end, it said directed by Guy Ritchie. He was like, "Oh, di- that explains the boxing scene." Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's that's straight out of this movie. And and like we'll have to talk about uh, the boxing scene. Like you, you'll have to forgive us, audience. This movie is uh, this movie is very hard to talk about because it is so all over the place. But yeah. that's why we're gonna we're gonna have to like catch our breath, gather our thoughts, and take a break real real quick. We'll be right back with more of the folded list. Wait, wait, wait. Don't fast forward. I know you're about to hit that skip 30 button, but since you're still listening, I want to thank you for doing just that, listening. We appreciate all of our listeners, new and old. Thank you for hanging with us, and feel free to tell your friends about our show. We're on Spotify, Podomatic, Stitcher, and now Apple Podcasts. There, you can find us, the Movie Dogs, and our friends over at The Nightly Binge. Hit us with a review or comment, and we just might shout you out on the show. Thanks again, and let's get back to it. All right, welcome back. After that uh, quick break, it was a long one for us. We were we were trying to get the tangents out of the way in the in the break before we got back to the actual show. Um, but yeah, yeah. So. This this movie, like, and once again, I'll say it, like, it's kind of hard to, like, really, truly talk about the plot of this movie because it, you're really just following these characters around. It's like a, oh, it's like a, it's a character study. 
um, because each one of these people, like ev basically everybody that has a role in this movie, um, they're all very unique and kind of turned up to 11. Like uh, Benicio Del, Toro char Del Toro's character, he is a uh, he's a thief, but he's also like a compulsive gambler. So his name is Frankie Four Fingers because they took one of his fingers. Like all of the care Bullet Tooth Tony, like uh, what's the what's the other dude's name? Uh, Boris the Blade. Uh, there's somebody credited in here as horrible man. Like basically, <laughs> everybody in this movie is Was just that the like, name his mom gave him. Horrible man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's on his birth, birth certificate. Horrible man. <laughs> oh yeah, man, there's, there's tons of people like that, and like we were saying, I think those three, the three black dudes in it, they kind of they gave the movie more of a comedic tone, even though the movie's already like a dark comedy. And it, I think just them trying to knock over the the uh, bookie and try and like rob the bookie, oh. but also steal this diamond. And that obviously the gun scene. gets taken by the clerk. And then they... He gets they, stuck in the window. He gets stuck, he gets stuck oh, in the window. Such a great scene. And then they get stuck in the uh, bookie office. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh no, they've got a security dog. Oh, this security... And yeah, the, the security like, camera. Tyrone just walks in like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong? Such, it was such a great scene. Like, I love... So because their characters are kind of like haphazard idiots like they're just trying but like they're not gangsters at all no, and like no. that's why their characters are good because they're not gangsters they're trying to like do this gangster <laughs> shit they're non-gangsters oh, in a gangster movie so yeah. everybody oh, around them man. is terrifying and these dudes to are the like... point where they like call the real gangster and he's like <laughs> what do you want me to do I create the bodies I don't dispose of the bodies <laughs> No, I don't erase the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I create the bodies. Like all all of the all the dialogue in this is so so poetic. Like like not poetic, but like it's it's so clean that it's kind of uh it's not it's not even frustrating because I was I was going back on it and watching it and like uh one of our friends, Todd, another friend of the show, um, like he said, it's it's a good college movie. I will say it's probably a college guys movie because in the beginning of the movie, there's like a, a roll of all the characters. They all kind of pop up in this cool, jazzy way. And as it was going, I was like, huh, there's no women in this movie at all. <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings, I guess. <laughs> it's in that in that realm of just like, oh, the, the women are side characters once again. But but, you know, like at, at that point, like like our friend was saying, it's it's just kind of a, a it's it's a movie made by probably someone in their 30s for people in their like four like teens and 20s. Like this movie is just kind of cool. And I thought going back and watching it, it was going to be like annoyingly cool, like kind of like too cool for school. Mm -hmm. But you realize, especially when Brad Pitt pops up you're like oh all of these people are super talented like yeah, yeah. Like, also, like, also they had it, it, it like with the soundtrack it, it's classic cool because it was like this like jazz funk soundtrack yeah. mm -hmm. and Absolutely. like it didn't date the movie at all it just no. like it just sounds mm. good 
Exactly. Um, and like, uh, um, it, they are just like cool characters. Like Jason but, Statham is cool, comma collected. Tommy is a bit of a dweeb, but even he's like a little bit cool when he needs to be. Like the <laughs> the three dudes in the jewelry shop are like idiots, but they're st- like everybody's cool. Even yeah. like Bricktop, who's terrifying, but he's just like nonplussed by everything, man. Like he's just real cold. Yeah, like what were your what were your thoughts on uh what what were your thoughts on uh uh Bricktop? The uh the 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 man feeding uh the pig feeding to pigs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like so, yeah, like what were your thoughts like did he I'm sure he kind of stood out to you, right, Cam? Oh, to me? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he gave a fantastic performance. Um, yeah, I, I loved how terrifying uh, he was, you know, even with his English accent. Um, <laughs> you know, I one of the things that really stood out um, was when he um, made his first appearance to the three black guys. And, you know, of course, Oof. he was like, oh, who the fuck are you? Ah. And then he doesn't even <laughs> tell him who he is, but he just tells him, hey, you know how to get rid of a, of a boy? You know, just <laughs> chop them up, feed them to the pigs. They can go through a body like in however many minutes. And I'm like, wow, this dude, like the setup for this guy and how big he is um, was fascinating. Uh, and well, then even, the in, next even scene, in that scene, when when yeah. like the, the guy with the blonde hair is the only one that goes. He only, he's the only one that knew like who he starts was. stressing out immediately. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He's such this like little old man of an Englishman bossing around these giant scary gangsters that he becomes like so scary because it's like, um, don't fuck with this little tiny old guy or you're going to end up in a pig stomach. Dude, like the very next scene. um, I love like how they just use that scene just to kind of like set up the next scene, which um, as soon as the camera pans over, you see just a murder room. Like they turned their entire yeah. office into a murder room. <laughs> like yeah, they were going to leave. Yeah, <laughs> plastic everywhere. Would, they were putting on rubber gloves. I was like, oh yeah, like sharpening. Sh- sh- uh, sh- so sh- good. <laughs> it's so good. He's he's terrifying. Like that. I haven't really seen that guy in anything else. Um, I'm he seeing was, now that he was in Lockstock as like the bartender, I think, or like some like little side character. But I haven't seen him in uh, in much since then. The only other movie I've seen him in is An American Werewolf in London, which he was only a taxi driver in that. And that was like 1981. So I'm sure he didn't even look what he looked like, what he looks like now. But he just has this this demeanor of if you fuck with me, I will kill you and not think about it at all. And he's bumping into these guys like. We're going to be gangsters today. And he's like, I'm I'm going to murder you. So you might as well just like relax. <laughs> in the scene when when he's talking to the uh, talking to the dudes and like murdering them with plastic bags. And he oh, just look at the boxes and he goes, what oh. the fuck are you two looking at? And they're just like terrified. But he's just like. You just killed two people. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> Out in the Sorry, open. boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, honestly, let, let's talk. Let's talk about the. Uh, the shining star of this one, which is obviously Brad Pitt. Like, a very measured performance from Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, his accent was spot on. Like, I had to, I usually use uh, subtitles, but I had to, like, rely on the subtitles and that. I was like, oh. But it's almost, you're, you're basically not supposed to use subtitles with Brad Pitt. 
Like, that's kind of the point. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. That's oh, why like, it was so oh. good when they're in the field. He's like, hold on. Let me confirm my colleague for one minute. And they turn around. And he goes, did you understand a word of what that man just said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Do you like dags? Hey, you like dags? Dags? Dogs. Oh, yeah. I like dogs. <laughs> well, that's what. And this was like Brad Pitt, like post fight club or this is like the fight club era where like pe- like all the girls were crushing on him super hard and then this movie comes out and they're crushing on him even harder because they're like oh he's like tattooed in irish <laughs> but i'm like no it, like his performance was great like, yeah, like genuinely. i genuinely love this dude because like he is a true actor but i think yeah. he was also trying to shake the pretty boy thing yeah which didn't work because he took shirt off and um oh like, man all guy Richard girls that ever all saw angles. this movie just watched <laughs> it for him they just oh, yeah brad pitt take a yeah. shirt off with some tattoos and punch dude guy garbage you knew what he was doing he covered all angles oh with that. yeah oh yeah yeah, man. But, like like his pretty... his character, like his character is such an over the top like character. But like uh uh like I mentioned um earlier, like I, I saw I've seen documentary about like like actual gypsies, they really do sound like that. And to the point where the one I saw, I I couldn't understand a word. At least when this one I you could make out some things like his accent actually isn't that over the top when you see like actual gypsies. Like they, they really do speak like that. Yeah. Like it, they, it's because they're, you know, they're, they're out there living away from society basically. So they have their own little language and dialect and all of that kind of stuff to where you, you I'm sure just stepping in there, like Tommy did trying to buy a caravan was probably a, a bad call from mm. like from jump. I don't know why he sent him to do that. Because like the one of the characters, Tommy, he goes to their camp to buy a caravan from them, like a little RV trailer, basically. And they they basically get conned by Brad Pitt and the crew um, because you can't understand what they're saying. So they obviously get a bad deal. The trailer falls apart and then they get in an argument to where the boxer that was with Tommy decides that he should fight Brad Pitt's character in a bare knuckle boxing match for the caravan. Little do they know he's a he's a bare knuckle boxing champion. So you you watch like when you watch this movie the first time you're like, "Oh cool. Like we're going to see like Brad Pitt because uh he had just gotten off of Fight Club. So if you if you saw Fight Club in 1999, you're like, "Oh shit, he's going to be like a boxer in this. Let's see what that's about." You're not expecting him to one punch this dude and and drop him down because the guy's easily like 280 pound, like giant dude. dude. And Brad yeah. Pitt's looking all scrawny, and he just drops this guy with this cool sidestepping <laughs> right yeah. hook. Turn into one. Do that theme man. song. Do 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 do. Punch. Yeah, exactly. The original. So so Tommy's care, and then but at that that scene like. It never really got me before when I watched it, but as an adult that has shit to lose, whenever you're <laughs> watching, <laughs> watching, whenever you're watching those guys argue in front of Tommy, and it's all in slow motion, and the music is real tense, and, and, and then he's, you be down. Yeah, like basically, you you realize that Tommy's upset because he the 
Brad Pitt's crew is trying to figure out should we should we call the cops or should we just murder both of them if one of if this boxing dude doesn't if this boxer doesn't wake up so Tommy's standing there just terrified and then just one tear rolls down his face. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that is extremely stressful. And that dude crushed that. Like it like the tear dropped as the camera got past the two guys arguing. So you can kind of it kind of gave you that chance to be like, oh, this guy's scared. Oh, he's like really scared. And I and that's kind of like the magic of uh, Guy Ritchie and a lot of these things is he can take a situation that seems kind of funny and silly and then be like, no, this is real. There are real stakes to this. It's still gangsters doing gangster shit. Like crazy movie, crazy, crazy. Movie. Um, I love the line when he's like, you put gorgeous George in a bare knuckle boxing match. What you think was going to happen? A shakedown on Shiatsu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now somebody's Jason Statham hurt. killed it. Yeah, oh, he man. killed it in that role. Oh, yeah, this is you. this was Jason Statham before he like really started taking like a lot of action roles. Like after yeah. this yeah. was like the Transporter series and uh, you know Absolutely. the Fast and Furious movies and like but he's still like the go-to dude for Guy Ritchie cuz he really is like just like that mm-hmm. good. If you need somebody who is like a very serious but also very dryly funny he plays the straight man very, very well. Like he it's the he's the guy that can say like a very calm line, but it's still funny. And like that's how he del- like everybody else. Everybody else's characters, like we were saying before, all of those characters are so big and loud. And then you go to Jason Statham, and he's just like, I'm just trying to make money and be okay. Yeah. And like, and that's like his whole motivation through this. It's not, he's not trying to be rich. He's not trying to be a gangster. He's not trying to be any of that. He's just trying, when, just trying to not eat, not in eat the sausages. Caravan, sausages. Playing the cards, <laughs> talking about the situation. And Tommy is like, so what happens if he knocks a guy out uh, before the fourth? And he goes, we'll be murdered before we leave the room. And I imagine we'll get fed to the pigs. And then he talks, explains uh, like, what happens if he doesn't make it to the fourth? We'll be murdered before we leave the room, and I imagine we'll be fed to the pigs. Well, then why are you so calm? I, I said I heard what you said, Tommy. It's not like I could fucking do anything. And yep. it's like, yeah, like That's he's the cool. It's the it's the one breaks. time he like lost his cool during the movie because he's like I can't do anything. I yeah. really enjoyed seeing him in this role just because it kind of yeah. is a departure from what he usually plays—the snarky, you know, snivelly, action-heavy, you know, muscle dude. Um, just I, gravel hey yeah i love seeing him in this role like this this was yeah. this was like my definitive jason statham character um even though it was before you know jason statham you know what i mean yeah yeah like this and the original transporter fuck transporter two and three i don't care either, <laughs> either of those but the original transporter and this movie was when i was like oh this guy's great and then he did um the italian job and I was like, oh. "Oh, cool! He gets to do his car thing again. That's that's cool. He's kind of being a car guy. He's a little more lighthearted than that too. Like it's, it's yeah. not just the grizzled action hero covering himself in motor oil and fighting bear shirt. Like what? Like that was so that, that was movie. So, that so movie's nuts. so nuts. Yeah, yeah. audience. If you that, haven't seen the original crazy. Transporter, you have to watch that movie. It's crazy. And Everybody brings up too. that motor oil scene. Like even my barber <laughs> brought it up. I was like, what? you saw a Transporter?'" 
Yeah, man, everybody saw that movie. If you are if you are in our age range, you definitely watch that movie either in high school or like we keep saying in college when you're just watching all these random dorm room movies where you like see people have the poster on their wall and you're like, what's that? Like, oh, you haven't seen Snatch? You haven't seen Fight Club? That's a bar of soap, but like the soap's like the bombs. Like, <laughs> oh, I meant to say that earlier when we when we were talking about uh like off mic we were talking about fight club my mom has never seen that movie but she's a fan of guy Ritchie, not guy Ritchie, uh D- david fincher she's a fan of brad pitt and she's a, a fan of uh what's his name what's the other dude in fight club edward norton oh, ed nelms oh ed ed norton yeah <laughs> that would be a ed different Helms. Movie. that would wow yeah that would be way different <laughs> yeah Ooh, um yeah. yeah but like it, uh edward norton she's a fan of everybody involved but she's like i don't want to watch it because it's it's fight club it's just about people fighting and i'm like mom please watch this movie i know you'll like it do you know the twist and she's like no i don't know what happens mom <laughs> you have to watch this movie. that's really, another really... it's another movie that is like very like male centric oh um, yeah for sure even though because it is like about like toxic masculinity but like again the only female character in that movie is helena bonham carter and she's a wreck she's just a mess oh, yeah. in that movie but yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah like i i definitely see why like snatch and fight club like these movies don't like they appeal to like college age dudes because you know it's just so cool you know, yeah, everybody yeah. in this is so mm-hmm. so cool. It's and something like, different. The scene, uh, the scene in Snatch when they walk into the bar and Bullet Tooth Tony just like sits down and tells them like, you know, you have replica written on the side of your gun, and I have Desert Eagle point five <laughs> written theme. on the side of mine. Fuck off! Yeah, like, they just like leave because they're like, oh, fuck. Like it's such a good scene because it's like the juxtaposition of like these three morons and this like professional <laughs> professional gangster. It's just it's so good. <laughs> like straight up killer that just drags somebody down. Like the way they introduce uh this uh bullet to yeah, bullet to Tony, right? The way they yeah. introduce him is he's getting shot six times. No, no, it's a he's it's that upshot of him like banging the car door and you're like what is he slamming oh, this yeah. car door on and then he oh, pulls yeah. the guy's head out of the way and answers the phone and you're just like oh jesus christ yeah that's so funny <laughs> he basically plays the same character in Lockstock. where like the yeah. first thing he yeah. does is he opens a tanning bed with a guy in it and he goes hey what's up and then slams it back down on him <laughs> bro i'm telling you like that's him in real life Oh yeah, yeah. like oh, football, like a hooligan. He is yeah. a straight up yeah. hooligan, man. Like yeah, he's, man. he's... And, like he's also giant and terrifying. Like just as, as a presence. That's why it was so funny. Like he was in Euro Trip as like the Manchester United fan club guy, and it was like, oh, oh yeah, oh, he basically just that, anyways. Yeah, that's yeah. Why, uh, yeah, Euro Trip, Euro Trip's one. That's a bad. That's a bad. It's a good, but it's the same. Yeah, it's one of those movies that like. Uh, it was like hilarious when I was a teenager, and it's one of those that I just like don't want to watch as an adult. I know I I know it's not as I good as I remember it. it. It's it's the same. Th- I tried to do this with Van Helsing, yeah. and then I was like, wow, this movie's really Ooh. bad, and turned it off about oh, like, yeah. twenty minutes in because I was like, oh, this, I liked this when I was a kid, and then I started watching. I was like, this movie sucks. Wow, it's, it's not good. It, it is was really cool. bad. It was cool. It's not even theater, like like 
like bad in a fun way like corny like like i remember like the mummy movies the first two mummy movies i'm like oh i can still watch these they're like they're still like they're corny but like old old movies but this one like snatch it's like every time you watch it it doesn't exist in like any like certain point in time because around that time was when i started watching like a lot of like the indie movies i know like manic pixie dream girl was like a a trope that had developed at that time it was the early 2000s it was like indie music indie theater indie uh movies well, I, I think that was that was everybody, like I've said this before, but that was everybody coming off of their cocaine hangover. And now we're getting to the end of the end of the century. And you're like, oh, what are we doing now? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, we've just been like straight winning cop- capitalism since 92. What's happening? And that's where that's why you get all of these like weirdly unique, unique and strange movies in the late the mid to late 90s. That's when shit starts to get real. strange. Yeah. And that early 2000s like movies was just a distillation of like movies that are unique, but great quality. And the Mm -hmm. funny thing is, is they don't fit in like fight club like you can tell by some of the technology in there that's a little old same with the with snatch but it doesn't try to like stick to one era or the other you can just watch it and you're like oh it's just a, it's just a good movie it doesn't date itself yeah. like with this uh, with snatch it's like there's nothing like there's no like early aughts late 90s jokes or anything yeah. it's just a good that's why i was saying about the soundtrack like they could she's gone. cooler than the spice girls like yeah. nobody's <laughs> nobody's dropping oh. those references oh man but that's man. why i'm so glad they went with just like jazz and like old funk with the soundtrack because i'm like it makes it cool but it like even for the time it was like older style music so it just doesn't date it yeah. i think i think that's uh that's a part of like that's a part of something Tarantino did with taking taking uh, like points and uh, pop culture moments in time and kind of pushing them all together into a genre or into into one film like with Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs you have these these little bits and pieces from the past from the present from like the future from whatever it's all like kind of slammed together like like cam do you have you seen a lot of have you seen all of tarantino's work like how much of tarantino stuff have you seen uh, i've seen all the popular ones you know um i've seen reservoir dogs uh i've seen of course you know the kill bill uh series yeah. uh just you know enough to know you know his certain style like his certain beats uh i know that he likes feet you know <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was a surprise to me until about five years ago when someone was like, Death Proof is just a bunch of feet shots. And I was like, mm, That's so true. I guess it is. Yeah. Oh, what's the Kurt Russell's yeah. character like creeps on that girl by like, yeah, running his finger down? Yeah. I was like, Oh, yeah, huh? Quentin Tarantino does have a thing for feet. This is kind of, oh man, yeah. yeah side, I didn't, side note, I didn't. uh, he murdered those nachos in that scene so much so that (laughs) that's like the only scene in death note that just really sticks out to me i think i had a binge on nachos uh after that (laughs) just eating like grabbing a handful of cheesy nachos at the same time and just stuffing in your face man i'm thinking about it right now i just i just eat a a ton of nachos you know that's i mean i relate to that character for that reason i i don't drink (laughs) but if you said a plate of nachos he was in front of me i'm a i hope it's not the murderer murderer part of it either (laughs) Uh, he murdered oh, yeah, the nachos. Just, yeah. <laughs> 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 the 
like you know you know uh tarantino that's uh that's the only movie that he's embarrassed by really yes because it wasn't successful but like it is a very tarantino movie like it kind of we've talked about this before it's kind of weird to me that he's embarrassed by that but i only think it's because it was like that one half of like the grindhouse thing with like robert rodriguez because it was planet terror and then that yeah planet terror like i got it but i didn't like it It, it, same thing with the house of a thousand corpses that i mentioned i'm like okay i get it still not my thing though and it, like but the planet terror was even like more self-aware where they had like the laugh track and everything and like he made it like intentionally it's like uh yeah. okay the doesn't really work that's proof it was just a shorter tarantino film and it was great yeah 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 and it was okay. like a it, it was an ode to car movies you mm-hmm. know what i mean like that like i because you know the the woman the blonde lady in it since you mentioned like cam like since you mentioned kill bill the blonde woman in death proof that's on the hood of the car yeah she was a homegirl stunt uh stunt double in uh kill bill so she does almost all of the like real fighting stuff yeah i was just about to mention that yeah i i looked her up and she yeah she's a legit stunt woman she did a great job because like when she was hanging off the roof of that car i was like oh my god like she can act and she does her own stunts but then i realized oh that's a stunt woman all the girls in that group uh they did kind of do my girl uh mary elizabeth winstead uh dirty by just leaving her with that creepy redneck dressed as a uh cheerleader cheerleader yeah (laughs) they never went back and the movie just ended i'm like uh guys go check on mary (laughs) yeah y'all might deal with this murderer i think she also getting murdered yeah she's probably she's not safe she's not safe <laughs> but that, that's a i think death proof is a uh is a conversation for the no, another time i, I might want to have that conversation we'll see we'll see if we can dive into that one um but yeah like <clears throat> it was great talking to you once again brian like i, I th- this was one that the history on this one especially with both of us goes back a long time um so it was cool yeah, i feel like i could talk about this movie for like a long time but like you said it's one of those movies that it's so hard to describe it's just like you just gotta watch it and know that like this is guy Ritchie at his finest like pete guy Ritchie, um and it's one of those movies that like uh, like you have to just watch it to get it like yeah. if i tell you dark comedy gangster movie set in london like that doesn't do like that's nothing it doesn't do it justice actually but like yes it's anybody listening if you haven't seen this movie it is like formative to like my like movie tastes in a very big way and so yeah just like just watch it just watch it learn all the lines of dialogue like i have (laughs) every (laughs) single line of this movie so quotable just so good uh, and uh, 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 before before we uh, uh, wrap this up, I do just want to say uh, uh, that one part where he pulled out the shotgun and he was like, what the fuck is that? It's an anti-aircraft, Vincent. The American in me was like, nah, it's not even that big. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone that plays Call of Duty knows instantly what type of shotgun that is. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that was it was I, you know what I you know what I thought of when I saw that? I was like, oh, I think that's the gun from Jurassic Park. That that's uh that's where my my brain went from the original Jurassic Park, <laughs> right. and the guy's like clicking it over onto his shoulder, and like that's the it's the uh, what is it? It's like a, a tactical shot, basically. Mm-hmm. But my first thought was my uncle has that. 
Oh, Jesus. (laughs) We live in America. He just drove down the street and bought it from somebody and then came back. Hey, this is my new thing. It was was a special at Walmart, I'm sure. You you go to England, you have to pay some like sketchy dude $5,000 just to get you the (laughs) that and one box of ammo and... Straight up, man. Like that, oh, it's it's so much funny. harder. We are we are a special case for many reasons. Many reasons. <laughs> but yeah, Brian, like USA, uh, you, USA. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Brian, what you what you got going on right now? Um, do you have anything to? Uh... Yeah. So um uh so hopefully I'm having a conversation with somebody tomorrow about a potential contract. So hopefully that works. Um, nice. Uh, you know, if uh, uh, if I could uh, work for Amazon Go and be a sellout, not a sellout. Uh, oh no, selling out. Ugh, why'd you even oh, no. go to town? Oh, um, no, my bills will be paid. Oh, oh, oh no, I mean, I have I have income for a vehicle that doesn't have a smashed window. Oh. But uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, during the, uh, since the last time I started, um, multiple, um, uh, social media for this, and I've been working on personal art. Um, you can follow me at Aldridge art. Uh, it's, that's, uh, TikTok. Uh, I've made a Twitter for it. Uh, it's Aldridge art ATL on Instagram. Um, nice. so, and I made a, I made a store online, uh, uh from, uh, this website called coffee, um, K O F I. Uh, so I have some stuff for sale. Uh, I'm working on my next piece right now. Um, I have some like NFTs, you know, nice man. Yeah. 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 That, in front that, of that NFT, artist. that NFT game. I mean, Hey, w- uh, I don't know how it's going to shake out, but I- I'm going to try to make some money off of it. If anything, you're just selling digital art. We're not we're not talking about JPEGs of monkeys or like a <laughs> ape or anything. We're talking about actual art. <laughs> right. right. You know, there's a movie coming out for those monkeys. Yeah, oh, isn't that sure. crazy? Of course. Uh, of course. It, there is a two chain produced right. show coming out about some of them. Yeah. I'm oh, it's it's coming for sure, man. But that's uh, but yeah, like 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 I was yeah, saying, yeah, people... like go to Aldrich Art uh, on OpenSea if you want to check those out. Um, otherwise, just follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I need to make a TikTok. I need to do that next. Hmm. Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> um, like that's where uh, my stuff is. You can check out my store, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm doing, man. I'm just making art doing these uh paintings and illustrations trying to trying to make it as a working artist you know it's tough nice. but uh yeah hopefully uh hopefully i'll get some uh some nice follows yeah yeah everybody hit, hit up all this stuff definitely check it out it's always worth looking at um he's he's always impressed me for years and years with his art um and also uh you can definitely check us out on apple podcast now we just jumped jumped over to that platform we've always been on spotify stitcher all of that stuff, just just give us a Google. You can actually hit up my website, travis-mills.com. You can check out a lot of stuff that I do um, when I'm not working on the podcast. And uh, <clears throat> I know I know Cam does a little art himself, but I don't I don't know if you're if you're out here dropping it online yet. Oh yeah, well I mean you know you can check out uh, cube.camhd. Uh, you know on Instagram. Uh, I also have a uh, what is it? Artstation, uh, artstation.com/slash/thecobra. So you can see, nice. yeah. So you can see, you know, all of my students showcase. Hell yeah, man! I'm trying to start some <laughs> shit. 
Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're starting a revolution. That's what I'm talking about. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. So but once um, again, yeah. every yeah, check that uh, out. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Thanks, Cam. But yeah, like I, I do need to see more of your stuff. I, I've, I've been impressed with what I've seen. You've always hooked us up with the, uh, with the good artwork for the show. So everybody, check out all of our stuff. We're all artists doing our thing. And once again, thank you for joining us on the folding list.